Welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of Steel and Whiskey. I'm David Zapka. Doug Evans. Doug Evans again. So, uh, repeat, you know, no special guests this time, just regular old <laughs> Doug. <know>. special. <laughs> what was that? So, we got a uh, post-NASCC wrap-up going on this week. So, we were at NASCC last week. And just getting back into the office, trying to follow up with everybody. It's been a busy week following up, all that good stuff. I'm sure everybody else going through the same thing knows how that goes. First things first. First things first. Yep. Um, a drink. So, again, repeat. Uh, we got the whistle pig here again. It's so good. We had to, had to come back for more. So, it's good stuff. I don't know if all you remember this, but I got to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, I won this off of that with yeah. Doug, so we won't go into details. Just, just really rub, wanted to buy him whiskey. Rub it in a little bit more. So, um, so getting back to <laughs> yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, we were in Charlotte for NASCC, and you know what? I, I had never been to Charlotte. Well, I had flown through Charlotte's airport before. I'd never yeah. spent any amount of time in Charlotte. I was pleasantly surprised by how nice great city it is. The yeah, great city, great part great of the world. City. Yeah. And, uh, you know, AIC every year, uh, regardless of the year, always says, hey, this is the biggest show. Hey, we've got a, a ton of people coming. Yep. <laughs> no doubt this year. Yeah, this year. So, well, uh, so Luke Faulkner with AISC shared with me that. Uh, so they go off the number of registrants, right? So right. the number of registrants was around 5,300, which right. was a, a record number of attendees. Doesn't that doesn't account for people that just show up, right? Either which, so, I felt like a fair num number of people did, and yeah, it was certainly valuable to the people like us, the exhibitors that yeah. uh, uh, were certainly busy. For sure. Yeah, we were busy. I mean, Booth was busy whole time, right? Uh, constant traffic, people coming in and out. So we had, uh, you know, all all of our sales staff and, and at all times we each had a group of people we were dealing with. So certainly had a lot of great discussions with potential current customers. Yep. So that was always good. Yeah, I got to uh I got to come in a day early and spend the afternoon with a on one of the AISC committee meetings. So uh, that was with the technology integration. So that that was uh, interesting. Did a lot of did a lot of planning for future events and and topics and such that can be presented and and have sessions on in the future. So that was real interesting to see get some of the ideas from others in the industry on on you know. Some of the trends they're seeing, technologies they're seeing, and yeah. and ways to present that. We were uh, a sponsor, and we always love to sponsor AISC and all the events because we align so well with them. And I have been going since probably '92 consecutively, so it's like the 33rd, 34th AISC. Well, and, and this was, I would certainly say, put it in the top 10% of anyone I've ever attended. Unfortunately, there was a break in there, a couple of years. Yeah, there was because yeah. of COVID, right? So not so, consecutive, so. but we are. The us and I think it's uh, maybe Newcore or someone else is the longest standing consecutive exhibitor at that show. So yeah, interesting. Lincoln Bolt, I think it's Lincoln Bolt. Lincoln Bolt, no kidding. That's us. We were we were the longest standing consecutive exhibitor. Okay. That's a fun fact. That was. I always enjoy fun facts like that. So that's interesting. We had the lanyards this year, so we sponsored, so we sponsored the lanyards. Sponsored the lanyards. Uh, yeah. And Thursday night, so if you ever go, 
um, on Thursday night, usually right after the show ends. Uh, before the AISC dinner, we we host uh, a little cocktail hour for our customers and people we're talking with. So next year, a little exciting. We intend to do that with Bluebeam, which is our sister company. And, and Reset. And Reset. And Reset. Yep. Yeah, so we'd have kind of a, a brand, Nemechek brand uh, cocktail hour. So hope to see you there next year. It will be in San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Oh, I love San Antonio. So I've been to San Antonio a couple of times over the last, I don't know, five or six years. And and that river walk is just outstanding. outstanding. Um, our summit, our user event was in San Antonio last year. This next year, for those listening, October 11th and 12th, I believe. Sounds right. Somewhere there. Yes, Omaha. Yeah. Yeah, so we'd love to have you. It's always good. Like the uh, NASCC event, it's always good to mm-hmm. reconnect. And it just... It, you can't replace it with anything. It's just having those discussions and things that come up. That's another event. Um, the summit is where you can just get back in touch with people and you learn so much thinking you'll come for just maybe A or B, then C through Z happen. Yeah. You, know, you just have discussions and learn so much more. So, so taking it back to NASCC, we kind of wanted to do a little wrap up here uh, from last week on that. You talked about summit. We hosted the event, kind of talked a little future, but what was the what was the big buzz this year that you noticed at NASCC, or what stood out to you this year? Um, those are two different things. I mean, the big buzz robot robots uh, in our industry continue to be something everybody has questions on: robotic welding, robotic assembly. How do we interact with that? Um, and so that is now, and you know, was and now, and I think will be for a while. How do I put robots, robotic automation, into the industry, into my fab shop? Yeah. Um, but consistent with that, I, we also it was interesting and unexpected. I said this would be the unexpected, where I had a number of customers come and talk about, uh, you know, like our STS2 load planning, logistics, or talk about our site planning. And so, you know, that's interesting of uh, use of technology, right? So we've got this model that fabricators are using to produce detailing and NC equipment, but now they're using it in so many different ways and wanting to, how can I use it to load trucks? How can I use it to make my site more efficient? And and in some cases, they were using site planning, this was in two cases, or bid. So to win the job, really, talking about execution and this is how we're doing it. So might've been a large fabricator working with a big, huge company that's building multiple buildings saying, here's how I execute. And so that was interesting as well. That that is very interesting. So I think it's uh, I think it's interesting how people continue to find ways to use models to be more efficient in their processes, right? So right. it's it's always it's always that next thing. Okay, this is implemented. What's the next thing to be more efficient? What's the next thing to be more efficient, right? Um, yeah, that's that's interesting you say that. So, well, and it's the the and I think people have used it and purchased years ago would purchase the tool to be better at what our tool specifically did. Now, mm-hmm. as as we've heard BIM and all this other stuff, it's this 3D database yeah. of information and how can I optimize my operation mm-hmm. with all the stuff in there? And we've seen the yes, the modeling people using models to estimate, people using models to route their shop. That was 
an, an hour long rabbit hole. I went down with a, uh, both a detailer and then a fabricator about how do I put data into my model that allows it to route my shop. So that's really interesting because I also presented at uh, NASCC last week and the topic was about let's see i'm trying to remember the actual name of the session the uh whiskey basically. hasn't got you that quick uh, yeah, yeah, yeah not, not yet <laughs> do do more with your model yeah and sure. so what it centered what the what i presented and and centered that around was the information that is already within a bim model right so it isn't Back in the day, when when BIM was first, I say back in the day, like it was forever, and I'm an old man, but not that old. Yeah. So when BIM first started coming onto the scene, it was all about the 3D. Oh, it's 3D. It's 3D. We can share models. We can can share a engineering model with architectural with detailing, all that, right? But it's evolved over the years to that information part of that, and that's what my talk centered around my presentation centered around was the information and coming up with ways I, I really just kind of presented things in such a way to get the, the crowd thinking a little bit right like what's the possibilities okay i see all this information what can i do with that well and, and this is really interesting and i'll kind of take it on an offshoot but the the fortunate and or unfortunate, depending on optimism, pessimism view you have of, of life, um, and I think it's fortunate, but that we are our model. You have architectural models, you have analysis models, you have manufacturing models. Ours, ours is the model that gets built. And so the fortunate thing for our customers is now there's all these massive amounts of questions or coordination or things that that is asked of our model because it's not a conceptual model. It's not, it's not, uh, will it stand up model? It's what's get built model. Yeah. And so that becomes very important in the overall workflow of when you want to center information, whether it's PNID or process equipment, piping, or what you, you, it has to be around the manufacturing model. Yeah. It, it doesn't do good if you're putting in an architectural engineering because they're kind of what if scenarios or what we'd like to do this is what you are doing is what's happening and so that becomes it makes that model then your customers our customers much more important in the workflow it is what's happening until the erector gets a hold of it yeah, start yeah. cutting and chopping it <laughs> yeah, the field and then all that's right. then we get right. into as built discussion <laughs> we can talk about the as built models and, hey hey this is what you sent me this is what happened you know, not so we were busy from a, a sales perspective inside our booth, customers coming to us all the time. But uh, I also had a ton of potential new development partners yeah. for SDS2 in our booth, right? So uh, a lot of people wanting to know about how they can utilize our API, what, you know, what's the process. How do we get the information? How can we write, you know, more apps to tap into the information that they can pull from our model and use in different creative ways? So, and I'll take you back again to 90, 
to the 30 years, um, I, I always knew all the different people at the different booths, right? Mm -hmm. um, they were people that would go and you would see them and you would get to know them. Um, however, in the last 10 years, and I think it goes back to what we were just talking about with the fabricators models with get built, mm -hmm. is the partner integration. And that discussion is, is yet another reason to attend these. Yeah, is because there's so much you can no longer island yourself or try to, hey, put your data into my thing and we it's an ecosystem. Yep. You have to work with all the various stakeholders and software products that are in this industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself a third of my time is running over to a booth to discuss <laughs> something integration or yep. some kind of, hey, maybe we should with another software or hardware or machine company. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that makes it fun. Yeah, it does. And I've, I've already spent a good portion of my week after NASCC following up with these partners and getting them set up with, with our API and documentation and all this and that. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to uh, probably see some of that come to fruition here over It'll take a little bit of time, as development always does, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think we'll see fruits and, of that. And I think that's where, in the near future. again, going back to in-person events and and having those C through Z discussions, that's where you can advance industries, right? You have yeah. a couple, couple of different organizations that have their own intelligence, mm -hmm. find a way to come together and make and advance an industry. Yeah. Um, and so I think that 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 is what's exciting about it. And that's why you keep attending events and that's why you keep the dialogues open. Yeah, sure. So what was, uh, what was, is there anything that surprised you about the show? Was there anything surprising? Um, the volume of people was, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was, I would say the largest event that they'd had, not only in attendance, but then the footprint of the people in this industry, mm -hmm. all the different exhibitors. I mean, there's the footprint of the show floor, was much larger. Yeah, you know, I found that interesting. So I, I would be willing to bet. I've been I haven't been going to the shows as long as you have, but I've been going for a while now. I would say the the rate or the amount of new exhibitors yeah. and new people stack. So first time attendees, first time exhibitors, new stuff out there was was pretty surprising to me mm -hmm. in a good way. I was pleasantly surprised. Good surprise. It Open, opens opportunities for us to have more development partners and such. So, uh, yeah, that that was pretty surprising. I was I thought about that till just now. I was a little disappointed um, in in the handouts, which is why I'm wearing the hat. This is the, the company that was right next to us, Metals USA. Thank you very much. Um, and we had golf balls, which yeah, I threw them off. Somewhere. Well, we have we had we gave golf balls away. Yeah. But, um, that aside, that's. Um, it was fun. It was fun to meet and 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 new yeah. companies in the industry. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was you know what's good, what's surprising. Doug was disappointed in the handouts. Yeah, I'm, I don't generally go for the handouts. I don't either. There was a time when I did, but I now my kids love the the little cars and all yeah, that stuff. So the candy. I gotta love the candy. And yep. and I think this is the first year that we're uh, NASCC AISC generally gives us a box lunch mm -hmm. but we had we had some hot food items we had the food was an upgrade in the food in the past well it, it was they, they did run out of the uh good looking cilantro rice by the time i got over to that but 
understandable. I was so busy that I was way back of the line, probably one of the last ones. So I'd still like to give her kudos. It's for upgrading the box launch a little bit. Agreed. Kudos, and it it's tough to beat. Wow, 5,300 people. Yeah, that's a tall task. So (laughs) can't really complain too much on that, no matter what happens. And next year, the NACC event is in San Antonio. San Antonio. So I imagine uh, Riverwalk, always a great time. Uh, When's the last time it was in San Antonio? It's been about five to six years. At least, yeah. It's been a while. We have a lot of events in San Antonio, so I never know. Can never remember. Yeah, that's a pretty popular destination, yeah, isn't sure. it? Yeah, sure. Oh, so uh, on the way, so I didn't realize this. Go back to, to this year, Charlotte. Hmm. I never understood where where did the Charlotte come from? You remember on the way? Yeah, on the way so you're in an Uber, Uber driver. Uber driver, Uber driver yeah. knowledge. Uh, Queen Charlotte. Yeah. It's a queen. So if you, if you drive in and out of the Charlotte airport, there will mm-hmm. be a crown-looking big, structure. Big uh, statue-looking thing, and we, we couldn't figure it out. And our Uber driver, Uber driver dropped, the, dropped a little knowledge. It's a crown for Queen Charlotte. Charlotte is who the, the city's named after. So you can learn a lot from an Uber driver. <laughs> the good ones, yeah. you can learn a lot yeah. from that. I've been in too many, probably. Uh, I was in uh, uh, Charleston, South Carolina one time and got an Uber driver going downtown and he just said, older gentleman, you know, so you you tell he's had a few Uber uh, trips and he he just said, well, you know, I I know I'm supposed to drop you off here, but you mind if I just take you around on a little (laughs) tour a little bit? So we went down, uh, what is it, Rainbow Road and that's the coast. He was just pointing out every little single thing. And I think that was better than any tour I could have taken while I was there. So Back in the old days, that was a taxi driver taking you for a joyride. For the <laughs> oh, no. This, I got he, plenty of those trips without being known. Yeah, this, this guy didn't want anything. It was just it was just an afternoon. He was killing time, and he enjoyed it probably more than I did. So I, think I, I tipped him well for it. I understand. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I've learned a lot from movie drivers over the years. So. Yeah, you know, um, it, it was honestly great show, uh, busy, new faces, new exhibitors, new opportunities. Uh, yeah, uh, overall, overall outstanding. Just great. The venue was great. Like I said, Charlotte was great. Downtown was great. Uh, uh, our event was great. Had it at what was that called? The public house. The public house. And and, and those of you listening, I do appreciate you coming. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the time. Do it again next year. Um, and like you said, you've said before, maybe not said on this, but you're either growing or not. Yeah. These are a great place to grow and expand your knowledge of the industry. Because yeah. um, you're either advancing your business, you're advancing your professional career, you're advancing. Mm-hmm. Or you're going back, and so yeah. this is a good place to make sure you're you're going forward. Yeah. Always push forward, absolutely. So, well, I was again highly recommend the whistle pig. Yeah, whistle pig. I I gonna pour some more after it's here. <laughs> I, I can't overindulge too much, but you know, a little bit's okay. So, uh, yeah, I suppose till next time. Huh? Till next time, for those of you. 
that emailed us during the show. I'm sorry we didn't get back to you. And for those of you who got emails, we'll get back to you. So, but thank you again. All right. Yeah. Thanks again. Join us next time.